Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 348. Mike, tons to talk about today. Well, what's been a bit, we've been out playing golf and not in here, so. We have been, we have been. And, and unfortunately, this morning it was snowing. Yes, so. What the heck? I mean, come closer. on. Well, we'll still be out there playing. But anyway, we're going to talk a lot about putting today. We have been fortunate enough this season to really work in a number of new putting drills that we have learned from some really great coaches, um, Matt Wilson, Brad Worthington. Um, so if you've seen on, on the channel um, or have seen on the videos on, on Golficity, you've seen that we've done some of that and we've really learned a lot from it. So we're going to weave that in, but we're also going to talk about just three great putting drills you can use. And I think it's also, it's a great time to talk about it because for, if you're like us, you're starting to head into kind of that off season and putting is one of those things that you can continue to practice. But most people don't. Most people don't, right. But you, there's you know, a lot of ways don't you can roll practice ball on their it carpet. at home. Right. And, and nowadays there are so many options for some really great true rolling putting mats yep. that are out there that don't have to be too expensive. Uh, we just put in a, a huge um, putting green here I think it's at so the massive. office, which is it's just terrific. That video will be out very soon showing you guys how we did that. Uh, but we're committed to it. We're going to be working more on our putting, but we're going to talk about that. There's a, there's a lot of great stuff that you can do, like I said, especially in the off season to really hone your putting. Um, but if you are someone who's fortunate enough that you're going to be outdoors uh, consistently, if you're one of those lucky ones who live down south, um, there's a lot of these drills that are just great on the putting green, putting practice putting yep. surface. And that is one of those things, Mike, that people don't do enough. We don't spend enough time over there. We hit the range and sometimes we'll go out and roll a few putts just to see how they're rolling that day. Right. But man, I cannot tell you how much it'll change your putting. And this is coming from a guy who struggled with putting. Um, how much it will change your game just to pop over there after work and just not, you're not even going out to play golf. You just play, spend 30 minutes on the putting surface. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's nothing sexy about it. There, there that's really why is. Most people don't do it because they think about, you know, hitting the big stick, going to the range, getting their swing and gear. So, but that, I'll tell you what, yep. there is something sexy about winning money. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell you what, is. where you're going to win that money is, is you're right absolutely the right. Exactly. You're absolutely right. That's where you're going to score. That's it. So we're going to dive into that in a minute. And of course, as always, we welcome your, your own suggestions. So if you've got uh, a putting drill or something like that, that's really worked for you, make sure you drop it in the comments, mention it in the Facebook group, tweet us, uh, because we want to continue the conversation. We're going to name three that we like today, but we want to hear from you guys as well. Uh, other big things that we've got going on, Mike, talk a little bit about Z-Strict. So we're going to be doing a live podcast at Z-Strict in Stamford, Connecticut. We've been there before. Place is great. It's it really this is. huge, uh, you know, indoor simulator place with uh, amazing technology from Golf Zone. Uh, if you don't know, if you haven't seen the video where we were there, uh, they have the simulator base where the ground moves based on the, the line. Yeah, I've ball. never seen it. It's like ridiculous. That. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be there. Um, it's space is going to be very limited because of COVID. The place holds about 150 people, but we're really going to keep it down to 50. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got about. I mean, it's October 30th. Uh, the, today when we're as we're recording this but uh by the time this drops it should be close to maxed out we're at about 25 so far uh more and more keep coming every day so if you're going to be in the area come out hang out like i said it's going to be safe you're going to be required to wear masks they're going to do fever check at the door yep. so i love to hear that they're going to make sure everyone's safe and again 50 people in this huge space is pretty spread out so frank and i will be there we're going to do a live podcast Ben from Z-Strict, who's a great guy, GM there, he's yep. going to come on and talk about the technology. And guys, it's Masters Week. Yeah. So if you want to celebrate Wednesday night before the kickoff of Masters, 
come on out and uh, hang out. And we'll be watching that replay. This place is loaded with TVs. But like Mike said, we wouldn't do this if it wasn't safe. The first question we had for Z-Strict when they invited us to do this was, how are we going to control for safety? So like Mike said, it's going to be very, very limited, which is why you do. It's free tickets, but you do need to reserve your spot because if you just show up, you, you won't be able to get in. And as I said, we're going to be doing mass temperature checks, all those things. got to stay safe. But it is a way that you can come out, get some free simulator time, and participate in this live podcast that yep. we're going to do. Plus, we're giving away stuff when we're there. So you can get some stuff. Plus, everybody that comes is going to get one hour free sim rental when they go back to Z-Strip. Exactly. And you'll have the free sim while you're there. So exactly. it'll be fun. We'll do some competitions, too. Yep. Maybe some long drive and definitely, things like that. Definitely, definitely. Um, the old chiropractor special. The old chiropractor special. <laughs> Starting to catch up to me, by the way. <laughs> I was here this morning early trying it. There you go. <laughs> um, other big thing we had uh, on... On the YouTube channel on Golficity, we've had some some really fun videos. We did the FPV drone. How cool was that? So cool, so cool. We just watched it yesterday. Uh, just dropped, and and we've been so blessed, you know, these past few months, just getting out on these courses and yes. filming things like that FPV drone, club fittings, course vlogs, one hole challenges, the putting green build out, yeah, which was awesome. Which we, my daughter and I were watching it. We laughed out loud for that one scene in the hallway. I'm not <laughs> the gonna, hallway, yes. yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but lots of great stuff we've been able to do this year in 2020, despite being locked up for three months. Right. So. Right, and that's it. We've just been trying to make up for a lot of lost time, but we, yep. it's it's been good, and hopefully you guys have been enjoying it. Make sure if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, subscribe there so you can see the videos as well as in the Golfist app. And I did want to let mention this because a lot of people have been messaging and asking. We are going to be doing a TSI metal fitting. Yes. And that's going to be uh, next Friday. What a way to spend my birthday, man. I love it. <laughs> Get a nice metal fitting over with uh, Kevin Sprecker, back with our buddy over at Sleepy Hollow. Can't wait to see him and do that fitting. And then I think we're going to be heading up to Manchester Lane for a ball fitting soon. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we won't Before be releasing that stuff until next year. But this is just stuff that's on our calendar this year that I'm super excited about. Yeah. And with the gains we saw with the TSI um, drivers, I'm very excited to do the metal woods as, metal I, woods as well. And I'm excited to see what ball is appropriate now because it's been so long since we did the last one right right and that's a big key that takeaway we talked about fittings you, we talked about it here on the podcast so much fittings again it's a moving target especially if you're in a position like we are where we're not professional golfers we're guys who are working on our game so things are changing we've done a lot of work on both of our games this year uh, tee to green uh, i've changed uh, almost everything with my putting we're both working on things like that shallowing out the club more we're making different impact we're doing a different club path through the ball i'm hitting down on the the ball more putting more spin on it whereas before i was relying on more height to get my ball to stop so when you do make those changes that is the time to reassess and get and get fit again if you possibly can so we're going to be going through all those again and of course we will continue to update you guys on all of that progress um all right want to dive into this week's twitter tap in which appropriately is going to be about putting uh but before we do want to thank our sponsor titleist look everybody wants a faster golf ball and performance into and around the greens makes a big difference in what you write down on your scorecard so speed meets performance with the new titleist tour speed the tour speed has been proven faster than callaway chrome soft the bridgetone b bridgetone tour brx and taylormade's tour response so you can see that you can see that on the titleist website you can see the comparison data that they did there and what i like too about the tour speed it's got a great price point okay a lot of technology for uh, a ball that's not going to um you know 
kind of break the bank. Um, Titleist, they did extensive training, uh, testing with amateur golfers, developing the Tour Speed's three-piece thermoplastic urethane construction. And that gives you that soft feel, the exceptional distance in the long game, and that precise short game scoring control. Really sets it apart from the competition. Guys, get the new Tour Speed or get left behind. Dude, when I broke 80, it was the EXP01. Which is the tour speed? Which was yeah, that was the predecessor and to I the tour speed. I used that ball for I think from holes like two on through eighteen. So yeah, that yeah. tells you something. That's Look, I've, I've I've played around with it. Like I said, for me, I, I'm still. I'm. It'll be interesting to see what happens in that ball fitting. I'm mm-hmm. still a, a pro V one guy. Uh, however, I was incredibly impressed with T to green again because I, I feel like sometimes some ball you hear like speed, you think it's a distance ball, but this ball does not lose that feel around the greens. It's got a great feel. Um, so give it a test. I think the, the best thing you guys can do and uh, with any of this type of stuff is, is every golfer is different. You got to put it in your own hands. Just buy a sleeve before you even commit to a dozen, buy a sleeve, go out and see how it performs for you. I got a feeling it's going to perform really well. Um, all right, let's talk about this week's Twitter tap. And if you're not already following us on Twitter, make sure you do so at golficity so that you can be part of the Twitter tap and Every week, we've got these going to go all the way through the end of the year, if not longer. And these are a really fun way that we can kind of uh, talk about different golf topics throughout the week. So this week, we asked for this week's Twitter tap and we said, what putter make and model are you currently gaming and why? So, of course, let's start with ourselves here, Mike. What have you got? I've had the Scotty Cameron Newport 2 and absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. You've been, hey, look, you've had a heck of a year for putting. Yeah. Uh, we can go back to the videotape and see you've made quite a few putts. I made quite a few, and you know that's obviously a very important part of your game. We're going to talk about that today, and you know, getting fit into that putter was such an awesome move. I was coming off of a hand me down, mm-hmm. you know, and it did well for me learning the game for those five years that I've had it. Yeah. But what a difference when I was switched from to ball and new putter. Yeah. That combination, that role was so different and game changer. Yeah, and a lot of people ask us where where should I start with fittings. Um, and I, I just think if you, especially if it's a budget thing and you want maximum bang for your buck, start with a putter fitting, which is funny because a lot of people, it's the last thing they think of. You think of going and getting fit for the latest driver, which is great, but a putter is something that's going to last you a long, long time. Look how long Tiger's been using the same putter, more or less. Exactly. Right? It's going to last you a long time. You make that investment. You realize this is something you could hang on to for a decade or longer. But I can't tell you how much of a confidence boost it is knowing you've had you, you've got something that fits you and fits your game. And if you get a good fitting, you know, one where you get on that Sam putt lab and mm-hmm. things like that, man, it is a game changer. Yeah, if you're for looking sure. for a good fitting, I would say um, a good place to start because they're all over the place is club champion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what I, I just think go to a really reputable fitter and, and you know, it's going to be a little bit of investment. Those, those types of fittings usually aren't free. Right. right? So, but, I, again, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your game. So that leads me where I'm saying that where I got my putter now going back three three years ago, I yeah. think it is, I got the Betnardi BB1 yeah, That was LN. love at first sight, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, because I just started, it, you saw the difference. I had, it was the same as you. Yep. I walked in there with an off the rack, actually hand-me-down putter. Mm-hmm. It was a putter that my father used for years and when he moved on to another one, he gave me this one. And uh, just from that beginning of the session to the end of the session, the number of putts I was holding was ridiculously different. And I've since done a lot of different changes and grown with that putter. I've even adapted it a little bit. I, sh- I shortened it up a little bit. Kevin Sprecker had recommended that to me, so I-, I shortened it up just a bit. But 
The Bettinardi BB1LN, um, I love it. I love the look of it. I love the feel of it. I love how soft the fa the face is, uh, and I just get confidence from it. So I've been using that for quite some time. I've experimented with other putters, but just nothing is performed yeah. the same for this as, as this for me. I wish. I mean, I love the look of the black, it's sleek. Yeah, you know, I wish is. you had black irons and wedges throughout the bag now, because that TSI looks like you know Starship or whatever. It looks like a what am I? Uh, Darth Vader. Yes, yes, it's got yes. A very Darth Vader. And then you've got it. the yeah. black Bettinardi. Yeah. So sweet. I yeah, I would love to too. I just I feel like with the putter, it's great because you don't get that finish wear. Yep. But some of the other ones, you get that kind of finish wear. Um, but all right, let's dive into a few of these here. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric Benzenberg. Uh, he said the even roll ER one point two. It's a milled putter head. The grooves. Uh, he said the grooves actually help, and I was fit for it by a hey, club champion. Club champion. There go. you go. There you go. I've heard a lot of great things coming from them, and there's so many independent putter makers now that are really making waves. I think there's another one, a lab putt. I think they're they're called. Um, they've been doing tremendous things. It, it's it's cool to see so much innovation in that space, especially now when we have these new tools available, like um, you know, three D printing. Yeah, and things like that that are that are an AI. Yep. Um, it's I mean, amazing. Look at Bradley Putters. Yeah, making putters out of like wood and stone, whatever he makes them out of. Right, but still, even his, we've had him on the show, dating back a long way. But the amount of tech that he talked that went into that, because it's not just a carving it out of wood. He's putting the weighting in there yep. and stuff like that. But I, I like to see that. Of course, there's the 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 main names that are are tried and true, like I said, like Scotty Cameron, who's just like the genius of putting. Um, of course, but also seeing some of these other guys bringing new stuff to the table, I think it levels everyone up. Oh, so for sure. I think I love seeing some of these different names were in there. What about C. Clark here with his uh, his first and only putter? It's the Green Killer from AccuTrack Balanced. Look at that picture of that thing. You see okay, this? Hold here? on, I gotta see this. <laughs> you gotta see that thing. I don't know. It's uh, I think he's more at the top. Oh my god, there's so many there's responses. So many responses. Look, look at this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. But you know, just like Tiger, you know, if you got something that works, right, you stick with it. That's it. Um, I see a lot of Odyssey. Uh, Do you see a lot of Odyssey? Old Man Golf says, Odyssey Stroke Lab V-Line. Absolutely love it. That's a pretty putter right there. He said, it looks great at a dress and the weighting feels per perfect. I, you can't undervalue that, how it looks. Right. Um, we've heard even Kevin say that in some of the fittings. He goes, how does it look to you? I want to know how it looks because look... And we're not just talking about a vanity thing here. Look inspires confidence. So mm -hmm. if you're looking down at a club and it, and, and everything can look different to somebody else, it, one club may inspire confidence in me, but you know, right? right? So right. it's just got to be like, it, it's, it's a very hard to measure thing. But if, if, it, if it just looks good to you, don't undervalue that because that is something that can help inspire confidence and you want to be confident when you putt. That's for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so Odyssey must be up there. They're, they must be up there as a, as a top brand in, in putters. I see a lot of Scotty cameras. Here's a ping. Yeah, Kyle Stevener says ping answer five tr. I was yep. fit for it and it works. Can't argue with works. Can't argue that. Right. That's right. And I love to hear that's fit. It was fit. Uh, Zach Mexon says uh, Scotty Cameron Phantom Seven. Always wanted a Scotty. It feels great. So confident when I pull it out. There's the word. Right, it is. and th that phantom line is sick. It is really sick. It really is. Yep. And uh, yeah, and I, I like that in that Scotty line, you've got so many different variations between the the mallet and the blade and stuff like that. So you can find something that works. Um, I saw that Justin Thomas edition that came out recently. Oh yeah, how that cool thing is that? Was pretty, yeah, pretty dope. Sleek. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else we've got. A lot of Scotties here. Yeah. Sean Tobin, Scotty Squareback, and added heavier weights. Love the solid feel. Spent over an hour in the golf shop trying all they had, and it was my favorite. Closely followed by the Pig Ping Sigma 
too. Try to say Ping Sigma too five times fast. Wow. <laughs> but that's great. He spent an hour there and he tested everything. That's what right. you want to do. Due diligence. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Again, if you're going to invest time into a club, why not it be your putter? It's what you use the most while you're out there. Um, Tim Woodward Media says Nike Method 001. Love the feel and the weight. So that there's a there's a putter that goes back a little ways. Yeah. Um, so Stroke Lab V Line. Absolutely love it. Is that what you were just talking about? No, the uh, no, that was. Let's see. No, he. This one doesn't have a picture. The oh, Nike okay. Method. Gotcha. Um, so many putters I've never heard of. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. There's so there's so much out there. Uh, as far as these newer names too that that have been coming in that I really like to see for sure. Even roll Tommy Armor, Spider X. Do you know who Mc- we should have had on for this? <laughs> his uh, his Ronnie. Ronnie. He could have answered something different every day. The guy owns fifteen putters. Yeah. Uh, but too too good. I mean, there's there's so much here, and we could talk putters all day. There's uh, there's just so many great options out there. But again, I think if this proves any point that we're trying to make, if you scroll through here and so how many different ones and how many of each of these uh, people who chimed in are happy with their putter. It just does show that every golfer is different. Right. So it is so unique. It is such a personal decision type of thing, but don't, again, don't go with the thing just because you've heard it works for others, stuff like that. Go out there, get fit. If you can definitely test and go with what really inspires confidence That's in your it, body. confidence if you've got that then don't worry about anything else don't worry about the name don't worry about whatever it may be if it inspires confidence go with it and then i'm also i'm a big proponent of not constantly switching putter yep i would much rather I, again i feel like i'm hitting a moving target if i do that i would much rather if i anyone like in any sport and in any aspect of sports you're gonna go through slumps right we both played baseball yep you know what it's like to go through a slump i'm not gonna change my bat right 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 so same thing with my i, I while i agree and i've said this before a good fitting and is, is a great thing to do but i don't think that every time your putting is off the first thing to look at is changing your putter Look at other things. Look at the drills we're going to talk about. Look at how much practice time you're putting in. Uh, look at whatever it may be, you know, confidence, understand. And also sometimes just ride it out. Just realize you're not going to putt terrific all the time. Right, exactly. On tour, they don't. So understand and just recognize it might be a slump and then don't just go and change immediately. Because if you do, now you're kind of like readjusting to that. Yeah, and it could be as easy as buying a putting mirror. Yes. Believe, believe me, that's helped my game. Yes, working with the putting mirror quite a bit. All right, so let's do a quick uh, word from our sponsors, then I'm going to dive into these three great practice drills that we have for you guys. Yeah, let's do it. So, guys, this episode of the Golf Podcast is brought to you by ShotScope, the all-in-one GPS and stat tracking watch. It's sold out due to popular demand, but I'm going to tell you in a second where you could potentially get some. We got a little... A little inside information? Inside information. Okay. We know a couple of websites. I'll, I'll mention them in a sec. But for those of you who don't know, the ShotScope V3, this was upgraded in July to the V3. The new ShotScope watch offers golfers the, this laser-like GPS. It's more accurate than it was before. It's smaller, sleeker. It's got color bands, uh, color screen display. The battery life is double the- Tremendous. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Eight hours you know, minimum. Uh, you can really play two rounds of golf on it in one day without yep. having to charge it. Um, so you're also going to be rewarded with rewarded with a lot of stats about your game. Strengths, weaknesses. You can look back on some of those pretty shots that you left one or two feet or that hole-in-one that you want to capture and you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love sharing a nice long drive or a great birdie or something on Instagram every now and then. Uh, but like I said, sold out. You can 
You can put your email in at shotscope.com slash golficity. They'll let you know when it's available. But check out sites like Global Golf, Morton Golf, Golf Galaxy, or golf-anytime.com. Last we heard, there might be some there, about 100 of them. Yeah. If you were waiting for it and you know, you're hearing this, just jump on it and get it. Uh, it's going to make a great gift, too, coming up for the holidays if you wanted yeah. to buy a, that golfer in your life something. So they're going to love this product, and now you can get it. No one else can really get it because right. we're filling you in a little inside information here. So go get it. Yeah, and it's it, it, like it's great to be able to get directly from ShotScope, but then now that this year they've introduced retailers, sometimes you can catch it in stock there. That's it. But the other thing I love about the ShotScope, and you guys ask often why we choose to use it, I like it because it just keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. So they just had yet another firmware release, which now, Mike, right on the watch after you hit a shot, you can measure the distance. It's cool. So we always like going back for, and, and seeing some of our better drives and see how long did it go later mm-hmm. after the round. But now you can do it in round. You can actually, after your drive and you get to your ball, you can just click a little thing on your watch and immediately measures the shot with GPS. Right. right. So, so how cool is that? And there's no subscription fees. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, you have, you buy the watch once, you've got access to all of that. And as it gets better with these firmware updates, you're not paying for it each time. Right, exactly. So. And you know, stats are not for you. You could buy the G3, which is just GPS only. It's a little bit cheaper, and they are available. We're going to be doing a video soon using the uh, the G3. We're going to try to take a worse ball challenge again. Uh, that's always fun. That's and, always a challenge. And hopefully that. we'll give some away, so stay tuned for that. And lastly, I just want to thank FootJoy, guys, the number one outerwear brand in golf. They're committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible, playing in days like today. When I woke up, it was 40, uh, 38 and snowing. Snowing. Um, but extreme weather conditions made specifically for golf with materials that's quiet, comfortable, waterproof. It moves with you during the swing. The Hydro Tour, and I'm laughing because we just tested out the waterproof functionalities. If you've missed it, go check it out. It involved Frank, me throwing buckets of buckets water Buckets of my, water. Yeah. Awesome video. It's on our Instagram and YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, Hydro Tour will keep you warm and dry whether you're playing in the northeast or the north coast of Scotland. So Hydro Tour features uh, patented new dry seal collar. It's a double collar. It moves water away from the back of your neck not down it no one wants water going down their neck that would be so horrible out there Uh, no matter how hard the rain is coming down so like you said you threw buckets of water at me and i still was dry it was incredible so play more this year play better check out the hydro tour rain jacket and all the other industry leading rainwear from footjoy at footjoy.com slash m-e-d-p for make everyday playable yeah it's a brilliant little piece of it's a parallel it's a brilliant piece of tech because they thought of so much with that jacket yeah they did um all right so let's just talk about putting in general and improvement um it's a a big big component of it is about speed control so most of what we're going to talk about here is going to be geared around speed control um the reality is every single pro we've ever worked with and talked to they've all said the same thing if you can get the speed right if you don't hold it at the very least you're going to be close enough for the tap in yep right so yes there's break and things like that that are very important that go into it but if you can nail that speed down trust me you're going to start walking out of there more one and two putts and avoiding the three putt Um, but one big thing that i would say no matter what we talk about here the the idea and to set your mind to is that this is a it's truly a long game it takes time okay this is not something that it's going to be like this is the quick and easy drill the quick and easy tip now none of these are complex to perform but understand that all of them will take time before you start to see the benefits and the one thing that really highlighted that to me was when we were working with brad worthington uh who is the the director of instruction over at um, Pound Ridge. Mm -hmm. When we worked with him, he said, I'm going to show you a putting drill. There was nothing complex to this putting drill. It's very similar to some of the ones we're going to talk about here. And he said, you do this regularly for a year, right? So he said for a year, he goes, and 
your putting will be transformed. You will be a better putter going forward. Mm -hmm. And you and and that's where it, it's, you start to understand. Okay, this is not something that I'm going to be vastly better in a weekend. Right. I think it'll be a starting point. You do you do these drills for a week or two, and all of a sudden you're going to start to see you're getting better. Yep. But to become a really better putter you have to, it takes time and as we start to explore more and more of top talent we were just out at a um a golf uh, school in connecticut right and you see these kids 15 years old and they're these are the kids who are competing for the top scholarships to go to the top you know uh colleges and, and eventually work their way onto tours right. uh, we're talking about incredible amount of putting that they're, they're putting in every single day so when you see these guys on tv that are such amazing putters it didn't come from just you know in a snap right you know yeah. or they weren't born with it it takes time so what i would say is any one of these drills and all of these drills really to work in the best thing you can do for yourself is make the commitment make the commitment to do it and do it regularly don't think it's going to change in an instant and if you're wondering or lamenting why is my putting not getting any better if you take a hard honest look and you think how much am i really practicing do you really think that your putting is going to get any better just by rolling a few for five minutes before you go out it's just not going to happen it really does taking putting the work in that said if you're committed and you're ready to put the work in there these are the drills that you can you can apply yeah. And you will you will become a better putter. Absolutely. There's just no denying that. Um, so the first one, and this is a really dives into the idea of speed control. We call this one long, short, perfect. So it's a very simple drill, but what it's going to really do is going to give you a feel for how much pace you need to put on the ball. And it's something to try in different scenarios, on different greens. Different greens roll differently. Different greens have different grass, different grains. Um, they're firmer, they're softer. So getting out there and practicing this on different you know, in different facilities is great. Obviously, if you just got a home course with a home, um, you know, type of some practice screen that you can go to work, start working on it there. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, why not be dialed in at your home course? That's probably where most of your golf is being played right. anyway. Um, but this one is pretty simple. The way you're going to do this is just set three golf balls down on the green. You pick out a target around 20 to 30 feet away. So remember, a lot of these drills we're going to do, we're going to work at a little bit more of a distance because the distance is going to put more of that premium on speed. Mm -hmm. I think if you're a three, four foot putt, sometimes you can get that speed a little wrong and still hold it. Um, you know, it, the, if it's too fast, it'll still sometimes drop in or whatever it may be. But this is where speed is really going to come into play, these longer ones. So take a minute to read the putt, the putt just like you would on the course. Um, and, and again, this is another reason why sometimes on the putting green, we just glance at it. We don't give it a read. But it's a good place to practice your reading too, which I can talk about that little circle that I have and I did with Matt Wilson. Um, but practicing reading greens is important too. But what you want to do is you got the three balls. With your first putt, try to leave the ball about three feet short of the cup. The next putt, you're going to try to leave it about three feet long. So it feels weird to be intentionally missing it, but you're not intentionally missing it. What you're really doing is intentionally trying to get the speed ex to an exact point. Right. So first one, leave it three feet short. Next one, leave it three feet long. And then with the, the third ball, here's where you're going to try to hole it. Now, it's going to be very difficult to hole a putt from 20 to 30 feet, but what you're doing is you're developing that feel. Here's what it feels like to be a little bit short. Here's what it feels like to be a little long. And you're really, at that point, controlling speed rather than letting the speed surprise or control you. Right. So mm -hmm. good speed control, it's all about making those adjustments along the way. Uh, things are going to change. The golf course is truly a living thing. 
So as the day, you know, we're out there for four hours, as the day changes, uh, things warm up, the sun hits the green differently. Believe it or not, we've heard, I've heard someone, I don't remember who it was who talked about this on the podcast before, but the reality is the grass actually grows between the first hole and yeah, the 18th. Yeah, that's nuts. Right? So it's growing out there. It, it, by the time you reach the 18th hole, it's going to be a little different. Now, it's not going to be so significant that you're going to really be, notice it. But I, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that things change. So you need to be able to adapt. And this is a drill that will really put a focus on adapting, mm-hmm. being able to change your speed control, get leaving a little short, taking a little long, and then holding it. So this is something that, that can be very difficult at first. But as you do it, again, time commitment, as you're doing this drill, you know, once a week, like every week, you start to see how you get better. But don't be surprised that first time that if if you're having a little more trouble than this than you expected, right? 20 to 30 feet, and then trying to just getting those exacting three feet long, three, three feet short, that's going to be difficult to do. Um, and you'll, you'll start to notice from that distance, the actual variation in your speed to change that just three feet from three feet short to holding it, it's very subtle. So you're really training yourselves on those subtleties mm-hmm. of how you can, you know, just change that speed controls a little bit. So you need a lot of practice for this one, but as you get better, you can add difficulty, you can do longer pots, you can add some more slopes, but challenge yourself. Don't ever stay in your comfort zone. Outside your comfort zone is where you learn. That's right. I like yeah. it. Force yourself to learn. Now force it. Yeah. Right. That's right. All right. So what do we got here? So that was a good one. Number two. Number two. This is funny. It's called Get There. This reminds me of the uh, Swingers movie. Do you remember that? The opening scene, of they're course. playing golf. Get there. Play it up. Play it up. Play it up. So, of course, you know, you, 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 what's the uh, the line? You, you miss 100% of the putts you leave short. That's right. You know, and that's what happens. So My this, old putting coach, my old coach used to always say, don't leave it short. Don't leave it short. Right. Right. And for you just talking about long lag putts, you know, 20, 30 feet, and you're getting it to a close distance, so you could tap it in. So what if we moved it up 10, you know, to a 10-foot putt? Mm-hmm. And I like this drill because this reminds me of the Brad Worthington drill. Yes. I'm going to call it the Brad Worthy drill, actually, because <laughs> this was a great drill, and it's something we did before we played that day with him. So yeah, I think it's right. a, it's, it's also a great warm up drill too. But this is how you how you how you do this. This is for speed control. You know, we leave putts short, uh, but we don't want to kind of hit it harder next time because you've been struggling. I do this all the time. I hit the putts too short, and then eventually I'm like, I got to get this thing there. I'm, I keep leaving them short, and then I'll blow it past. Blow it right past. Yeah. Right. So how do I work on speed yeah. control? So here's a cool drill. Find a, a flat spot on a, a practice green, ten feet away from the hole. Right, and then take a few golf tees and you put them behind the cup. I would say two feet behind the cup. Yeah, you know, about two mm-hmm. feet behind the cup. Then just roll a few putts from the starting point from that ten foot putt. And the goal, obviously, is to make the putt. You're yeah. gonna go for the right. hole here, but the the secondary goal is that you don't want the putt to touch the tees. So you don't want to roll it past two feet. Right. The goal is to get it within two feet. Hold a putt is goal number one. If you miss it, you want it to not hit the tees behind it. And I think this is a great drill to work on speed control. Yeah. Well, the most important secondary thing is that you have to get it to the cup. Right. So what they're saying is if that ball finishes, it needs to finish either to, to, to be successful, it either needs to finish in the hole or behind the hole, but short of the tee. So in other words, you're not blowing it way by, but a failure in this particular drill would be leaving it short of the hall. Correct. So you want to make sure that, and, and what Brad did with us is he gave us that little buffer. He's like, I don't care if you miss this putt, but if you do miss it long without going past that tee. Yes. And that's where you, and, and if you really want to see the effect of this, watch the PGA tour event that's on this Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Count in your mind how many times they from lag putts leave it short. 
and you're going to see it doesn't happen that often. Right. If those guys miss it, it's usually you know, hole high left or right by a little bit. They misread the break or it rolls just past yeah. and then they go and tap it in. But very, very rare that they leave it short because they understand how important that is. A short putt is never going to make its way in. For sure. So yeah, put the, this is so simple to do. Put that tee behind the ball, putt at it, and then just say, I'm either holding it or I'm going to go long, but not past that tee. Yeah. And you, your speed control will get much better. Um, it just wanted to, before we dive into the last one, which we call coast to coast, I want to mention that what I had done with Matt Wilson was, um, and this video you can see on our YouTube channel or in golficity. Um, we worked with a, he gave me a little circle, like this little, very flat little circle is like a piece of paper. And he'd say, I want you to, he'd give me different pots and he'd say, look at this line. I want you to set this circle down in a spot where you feel the ball needs to roll over it in order to get you know, into the cup. So I started, that was a way that really helped me with reads. So I would have to spend more time and I'd actually put this, you know, in different spots. And then what I liked is it gave me the feedback after the fact, because if I was to roll my putt and it went over that circle, but it didn't hold it, it told me that I got one of two things wrong, either the speed or the read wrong. Correct. Right. Now, if I put that thing down and I don't roll the putt over it, then I know that I just executed wrong. I didn't, I didn't, I had the read, but I didn't do what I needed to do. So any type of little physical feedback. And that's what I like about putting, man. You can practice it so cheap. You can. The, I mean, what do we talk about so far? What would we give you guys as training aids? Tees and a piece of piece paper. paper. <laughs> that's it. Right? right. Um, so it doesn't have to have anything fancy or complex. Yes, there's some great putting mirrors out there, and we'll yep. talk about that on another episode. But for these speed drills, you don't need much. And in that particular it's just time. Yeah, it's just time. You're right. And in that particular drill, he was putting on that green uh, tracer line mm-hmm. to show you that you got the read right. Read was right. So it was your speed that was either right or wrong. Exactly. So this last drill is called coast to coast. And this is where, especially if you get an opportunity where you find yourself on the practice putting green kind of to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you can kind of just use the whole green. Um, what this is going to do is going to simulate those time to times where we're out on the course and we get a really long putt. Mm-hmm. And again, dealing with reality of us being amateur golfers, we are faced with long putts a little bit more often than the pros, right? Because we our proximity to the hole is not, nearly what it is for them right so a lot of times honestly i'm choosing very safe targets out there sometimes that's just hitting the middle of the green i just want my gir right and i want to be putting but the pin might be on a sunday pin tucked way away so now i face myself with this very very long putt and i don't want to walk out there with a three putt so this coast to coast drill can really help you um get ready and prepare for those those scenarios so this is where again as big of a green as you have you want to work with it 100 feet if it has to be. Because again, we're going to work on that very, very long pace control. And what you do is basically take a look at the green, look at what's the longest kind of distance I can putt this ball. Don't even worry about a hole for right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Set, go coast to coast. coast Set to the coast, ball baby. down yep. on one side, right? And then what you want to do is essentially you're going to use the fringe on the other side as your target. So, and this is nice too, because you can kind of you walk back and forth and putt them. So you're going to putt one, putt it all the way across and try to get your speed control that it doesn't blow off of the putting surface, but it also doesn't, 
it doesn't, you know, only make it halfway. What you really want to do, it's kind of like uh, if you ever play billiards or pool and you sometimes in the beginning to see who goes first, you kind of hit the cue ball and you see who can get closest to the edge without touching it. Yep. Right? So it's the same yep. type of thing or or, or the little football game little we football used to play, game. right? Yep. So with those types of things, you want what you want to do is you want to go all the way across, get as close to the, the fringe and the edge of the other side without blowing it off of the green. And then what you can do is as you, you putt that, you walk across the green, putt it back and go back and forth and get the feel of the speed for a long distance putt like yeah, that. I like it. And I can't tell you, it may seem like kind of like silly, like, oh, how often am I faced with a hundred foot putt? But the reality is you are faced with long putts more often than you think. If you've got your shot scope, you can look in your data and you can look at some of those long putts you've had. Also, you and I, Mike, we've putt from off the green a lot. We do. Right? We've played some terrific courses this year that have had some fairways that are that are faster than some greens I've mm, played. Yeah. And being off them, and, and I'm like, this is almost just like a long putt, and I'll putt it a very long way. And you start to realize quickly that if you won't have any practice doing that, that can be very hard. And you you blow it way by the hole or, or you leave it way short. Yeah, I mean, just imagine Mozellum Springs, that round we played over there last week. Those yeah. greens were huge. Huge greens. You know, and you're going to have huge greens. So you got to be be prepared for them. I mean, remember that one hole on the back where the, the superintendent came out or the general manager and he's like, you're lucky if you keep that ball on the green. Oh, yeah. And I just touched it and it was gone. And it was a long putt. Long putt. But I hear you, man. Well, that's why it's good. It, if you if you look back at what we've said so far, we've talked about practicing 20 to 30 foot putts. We've talked about practicing 10 footers. And now we're talking about 100 footers. It just proves that there is a lot of variation when it comes to the putting surface. And knowing all of your distances is what's going to ultimately make you a better speed and pace putter. Right. So go out there and try. Now, I don't think you need to do this coast to coast drill every single time, but I think it's something good to work in every once in a while so that you're prepared for it. So really challenge yourself, you know, th these long practice putts, what they'll do is they'll make the shorter, quote unquote, shorter lag putts seem manageable by comparison. So if you, if you were a dead on hundred foot long lag putter, man, you're going to be just deadly yeah. inside of 20 feet. Absolutely. So that's where it can, it can really make a difference. And this is one of those spots that as a, a, newer golfer as a amateur golfer is looking to improve if you're looking to shave strokes quickly become a better putter become a better putter because i can tell you right now i've had so many instances where i've been beat by people who are um it, they struggle getting there to that green but then once they're on the putting surface look out yeah and those are the guys who are scoring i don't care what what else you're doing out there that's it man putting's been my saving grace i yeah. can't hit can't hit greens to save my life from yeah. the fairway and but. you've been great from distance man yeah I can't tell you how many clips I've edited of you fist pumping after a 30-footer drops. I know. I know. It's great. And there's probably no clips of that that exist for me. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've one. been coming a much better putter from that 10 to 15-foot range, which is where I've been putting most of my my attention. Yeah. Just wait till you guys see that Arcola video we we're going to put out soon. Frank was yeah. lights out on this. I'll tell you what. I am one of those guys who loves fast greens. I've discovered that about myself today. Yeah. I like Fast greens are often more true. You know, yeah. that's a big thing because usually there's a lot of attention that goes into. So then you probably find yourself coming up short on regular greens. Yeah. I just find that I don't get my pace. Again, I need to work on these things. Yeah. I don't get my pace control I, I'm right as there with good you. on some of the slower greens. Yeah. You know, I either end up leaving it way short because I think they're going to be quicker or then I get in my mind, like you said before, that I'm leaving everything short and I'll blow it by the green. Right. Uh, by, by the hole. But um, man, Arcola, fastest greens we've ever played. 14 stimp. <sighs> And, I, higher. and I'll tell you Ooh. what, we've played a lot of fast greens lately. 
Like, yeah, we really have. But I like a good quick green. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. But anyway, hopefully some of these drills help you guys. Like I said, understand and commit that these are the drills, but they're going to take time. Get out there and do these for a while and you will start to see yourself getting better. And if you are using something like ShotScope to track your stats, you can watch it. It's a slower progression, but all of a sudden you start to watch your putts made go up, your number of three putts go down. Uh, It takes time, but it's a commitment. And if you commit yourself to it, golf is a sport we play for a lifetime, right? You know, God willing, if you're healthy, things like that. But commit yourself to it to becoming a good putter and, and putting a season or two in of real concentrated putting work and it'll pay dividends for years to come big time years big to time. come so hopefully you guys enjoyed that you can get to everything we talked about the show notes by going to golfisticcom slash episode 348 or as always in the golfisticity app all of the uh, episodes are there it's available free for android and ios um remember November 11th, if you're anywhere near Connecticut, come meet us for a live podcast. We're going to be taking some Q&A while we're there as well. So that one should be a lot of fun. We will put the link to that as well in the show notes, also in the video description if you're watching this on YouTube. So you guys can click that and get your free tickets to make sure you're there. Uh, Otherwise, if you've got any putting tips of your own, make sure you let us know. Drop them in the comments. Um, Put them in the Facebook group. The Facebook group is a great place to share successes and failures um, And it, as we all kind of grow and, and learn the game a bit more. So that's everything we have for you guys this week. It's it's great. You know, it's going to be great to see some of you in a few weeks. Yep. And once, trust me, once we're through this pandemic, we'll be back out there doing more live shows because there's nothing we like more than, than meetups and being able to physically get to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Real soon. Can't hopefully. Wait. Hopefully really soon. All right. We'll see everybody again next week. <laughs>